Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Everyone, Catherine Avery of productivitybydesign.com and the Uncluttered Office podcast. So I'm calling an audible and I can't because it's my podcast. So here's the deal. In the video world and the podcast world, we've been talking about TSSI, which is the time and space style inventory. And it was my intention to finish up with the final episode on that. But I got this brilliant idea and this brilliant opportunity. So that podcast has actually already been recorded and will be coming out a week from now. So if you're waiting for that, I'm really sorry you're going to have to wait one more week because today I want to talk about being busy. And the reason this has come up is I'm going to be one of the speakers on a webinar called Productivity Summit. And as I'm creating my topic, which is connection in a disconnected world, it dawned on me a lot of what's going on in our lives is related to technology and the fact that we're not using it in the right way. So let's talk about being too busy. You say, I can't do that. I'm busy. I'm too busy to see your play. I'm too busy to meet our cousins at the picnic. I'm too busy to cook dinner. We'll pick up takeout. Busy, busy, busy. Ironically, last night we actually did get takeout. That is because in the morning I said to my husband, I have got to take our daughter to do something. And that appointment is in the late afternoon. And I know I won't get to cooking dinner. And rather than freak out about it or worry about the time, We just made a decision that on that particular evening, we'd be having takeout. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled healthy meals this evening. I've already pulled out some chicken meatballs out of the freezer and we're good to go. So busy all day long. And at the end of your busy day, we collapse on the sofa with our takeout, watching a mindless TV show while scrolling Facebook or playing a game on the phone. Does this sound like you? I'm going to tell you no judgment. I completely get it. I love a good game of Candy Crush. I love a good game of, trying to think what else I really enjoy playing on my phone. Uh, There's a Woody puzzle, that's kind of fun. It's decompression for me. And it's good and it's bad. So we'll sort of talk about the nuances around that. But busyness, especially in the United States, has become a status symbol. It's like a badge of honor. And you don't win any awards for being busy. I know that comes as a major shock. So 
this may sound really odd from a person who specializes in productivity. You don't gain your value from how productive you are. You're born valuable. You are a gift from God. And if you don't use the word God, feel free to insert universe, source, energy, whatever you like. But that's the fact. Your value doesn't come from what you do productively or don't do. You're just born valuable intrinsically. So in the United States, busy, it's at the least a movement. It's quite possibly an epidemic. And sometimes I even wonder if it's a cult. We sacrifice our connections on the altar of our to-do list. That kind of like really hits home, doesn't it? And so here's a funny thing that I just recently read. Golf courses are opening up nine-hole fast-track courses because people are too busy to play 18 holes of golf. My husband would call that sacrilege. He adores playing golf. And yes, there are times he plays nine holes of golf and he's happy to, to, you know, get that time in. Mostly that's because it's coming upon sunset and there's not enough time to finish 18 holes of golf. Golf isn't my thing. I absolutely love to go watch it. I have no desire to play it. But here's the thing about golf. And I learned this when I worked at AIG. The best deals are made out on the course, not in the boardroom. And if you're wondering why, it's because we build our relationships while we're playing golf. We learn to know, like, and trust the people with whom we spend time. So even though I wasn't a golfer, I was very into going to see tennis. And I would go with clients to the U.S. Open. Sometimes we'd have clients come into New York City and I would take them to a Broadway show. Often the young guys would be like, oh, God, this woman's going to take us out. It's going to be terrible. And I would always shock them because I would take them to the best steakhouse in town. And I found a cigar bar. And I can't deal with smoke anymore. But back then, it didn't bother me so much. So I found this cigar bar. And I got to know all the people at the cigar bar. And so, you know, obviously, these guys, a lot of the young guys, they kind of wanted to go like to a girly bar thing. And that was not going to work for me. But if I took them to the cigar bar, they'd leave just ecstatic. Like, I had the best time. Catherine took us to this great steakhouse. We went to the cigar bar. And, and it was great. That's where the relationships were built. And if you're, if you're on your phone or you're just being too busy, you're going to miss out. So don't give up golf. Like, have your hobbies. So not only that, busyness has become a health concern. If you're too busy, eventually it will take a toll on both your mental and your physical health. And that means difficulty sleeping, focusing. It can affect your mood. You can become irritable and impatient. Ultimately, business is stressful. And stress shrinks your gray matter. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I figure my age is already doing that. I do not need to speed that along. So where do you start? You're not going to like this at all. <laughs> but the very first step to getting unbusy is simply to stop saying, I'm busy. And that is really, really hard. But I promise you, if you drop that phrase from your vocabulary, it is absolutely life-changing. Your blood pressure will lower. It just will. I know mine did. 
So here's the thing. My life isn't any less complicated. It's still just as rich and full as it ever was. And my to-do list is not any shorter. In fact, in many ways, my to-do list is longer. I really thought once I'd have a teenager, I would have less to do, but I was patently wrong. So I made a choice and you can do this too. I chose that I would no longer view my time construct as being busy. Busy is a shortcut. Saying you're busy is a shortcut. It's an excuse. And you're better than that. Really, you're, you're way better than that. So that's step one. You're going to eliminate saying I'm busy. Good luck with that. It's really, really hard. And I still kind of fall into the habit of saying something like, I'm swamped. Oh, no, no. Don't say that. I'm grateful to be swamped, right? Because that means there's amazing, thriving things happening in my business. So here's step two. And if you thought the first one was challenging, guess what? This is even harder. Do less. I know that sounds absolutely certifiably insane, but it really is that simple. So let's talk about time. Think about how slowly the time moves when you're sitting at the DMV. Now, I know very few people who look forward to going to the DMV. I know very few people who get in and out quickly. I do know a few. Now you're going to contrast that with how time feels when you're at the beach with your family hanging out. Those days fly, don't they? That's because you're looking at time through the experience of a need versus a want. We all need at some point to go to the DMV to renew our license or update our registration or whatever. I am about to have to renew my license. I am putting it off because I know, oh, I'm just dreading it. Especially since Connecticut is doing this thing and maybe it's countrywide, I'm not sure, where you need a real ID. And in order to get the real ID, you have to show up with your social security card, your passport, your birth certificate. I got married. So of course my social security card name doesn't match my married name. So I have to take that. I have to take my firstborn blood from two goats. I'm, I'm kind of kidding, but really it sort of feels like that. And it's kind of overwhelming. So looking in a little incident like that, what do you do? Well, very simply, you make a file folder and start putting that stuff in there and find out what's missing. And the fact is my birthday's in December. I do have time I don't have to get weird and busy about it. I can just simply get it done, right? And do it in little chunks. So I kind of went a little off the rails there. So let's go back. You need to get your license renewed, but you want to hang out at the beach. That's where your experience and time differentiates. Needs versus wants. So in order to do less, you must get intentional about what you want. Here are some questions for you. Where do you want to spend your time? With whom do you want to spend it? Who do you want to be? What value do you put on your relationship? Relationships, actually. Work and hobbies. What new thing do you just dream of that you would love to learn? So I know this very successful guy. His name is Hans Hansen. I hope you don't mind, Hans, that I'm going to use your story. But you're so inspirational. Hans works his tail off. 
He consults families about the college application process. He plays racquetball. He just started taking guitar lessons at School of Rock. He has an amazing relationship with his wife. And he still has time to meet me for coffee. Go hands. How does he do it? Here's how. He's very similar to me. He's gotten intentional about where he spends his time. He has goals and he has a plan to execute them. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm betting he doesn't indulge in Candy Crush. So like my superstar friend, I make deliberate choices about how I spend my time. I place greater values on some tasks than others. And I certainly have consciously decided that time spent connecting with the people I care about is the most important task I could have. Here's what I figure. I got a second chance after I had cancer. Why would I squander that? Living life intentionally is an amazing way to live. So that takes us to the last one. And and, and again, super challenging because this is just going to be my day today. I'm going to make everybody, I don't know, suffer. You're going to suffer. I'm kidding. When you implement these things, your life will be so much better. It's totally worth doing this stuff, I promise you. So the last step towards being less busy is to be present. Wherever you are at that moment, you need to train your mind to be only focused on that one moment. When I'm delivering a podcast, I'm not thinking about whether or not my kid is having a good day in high school. I'm not wondering what's my next task on the to-do list, although I'm pretty sure it's finished putting together a presentation for my beta program. But it's not on my mind. It can't be. I need to be completely focused on being with you because that's what this podcast and video is about. It's about being with you. So you're not going to check your email while you're playing shoots and ladders with your toddler. Do y'all remember shoots and ladders? Do any, does anyone even play that anymore? You're not scrolling through Facebook while you're on a date with your spouse. I've seen this, uh, mind blown. You're not fretting about whether or not you're getting the laundry done while you're writing your book. And I bet you're freaking out about right now. That whole mindfulness thing, that whole being present thing, it's super hard and it's super scary, but it's incredibly valuable. And I know you can do it. I have faith in you. So let's go back. Here are your three goals. Stop saying you're busy. Do less and get intentional about what you do. And be present. That means no multitasking. Now, I mentioned at the beginning, there's Productivity Summit starting um, in early October. It's October 4th and October 5th with Ray Sydney Smith has set it up. It's going to be an amazing, amazing event. There are tons of fantastic productivity specialists that will be speaking at this webinar, which is called productivitysummit.org in case you're looking it up online. And yes, I will have the link in the show notes. So don't worry about that. If you want to learn more about how you can use tech tools, these very tools that I'm saying are partially the cause of why we're so busy, you can use them to stay connected in a busy world. 
join me. My presentation is called Connection in a Disconnected World, Using Online Tools to Build Offline Relationships. I'd love to share that day with you. It's going to be super fun and amazing. It's like two days. I will only be on one of the two days. But I'd love for you to be there. I think you'll get tremendous value from all the speakers. And I really want for you to have a less busy life, to see it as a rich and fulfilling life, one in which you have the great honor of enjoying your time here on this planet and making a difference. Because that's what this is all really about. It's about your relationships. It's about what imprint you're going to leave on the world. Heavy stuff, but amazing and life-changing. I wish you all success and I hope to see you in the circle. Be well. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.